future is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto value. My name is Charles Story. I'll be your host the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, Shoreditch. So let's get down to business. We're going to be talking about three different news stories today. Number one, Bact is scheduled to start trading, testing its Bitcoin futures contracts today. We're going to be discussing what that means for the space and also what this means for institutions out there. Number two, token startup founder took steps to sue Lubin consensus for $13 million. And number three, Ugandan president backs bid to tackle fake meds with blockchain. So let's jump straight into today's show. Let's get down to business and let's get into it. So let's get into it. Let's kick things off. So story number one, the big news, something that's been circulating around all the different chat groups that I'm in today is that Bact is scheduled to start test trading its Bitcoin futures contracts today. So Bitcoin futures platform Bact is scheduled to begin testing its new contracts today, nearly a year since revealing its ambitious vision. The intercontinental exchange, or known as ICE, is waiting on regulatory approval to take the platform live. Still, despite having to delay its new market multiple times, the parent of the New York Stock Exchange is moving forward with plans to offer potentially the first physically settled Bitcoin futures in the US. Bact announced in May that it would begin testing the Bitcoin futures contracts in July, later firming up a date, the July 22nd. It will apparently be testing two different types of contracts today, um, a daily and a monthly contract. Bact aims to list the futures, which would be traded through ICE Futures US and cleared through ICE Clear US, the parent company's clearinghouse. It is unclear what specifically will be involved in the testing process. Back did not reply to multiple requests for comment from media sources. The company plans to offer US traders access to physically settled Bitcoin futures contracts, which differ from the cash settled futures contracts at the Chicago Exchange, the CME and the CBOE offered starting at the end of 2017. With cash settled contracts, traders receive the cash equivalent to the contract's value when it expires. While the physically settled contract, they receive the actual underlying commodity, in this case, Bitcoin. Bact hopes to draw fresh institutional funding to the Bitcoin ecosystem with its regulated platform, which may attract investors wary of the broader market. So Bact initially announced a December 2018 launch date before delaying it to January 2019. The company announced another indefinite delay later, continued working with regulators to secure the necessary approvals to launch. While Bact was initially have said to have asked the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, the CFTC, to approve its new product, Bact announced in May that it had filed to self-certify the contracts instead. Under a self-certification process, a company essentially verifies that the CFTC that it future, futures contracts fulfill a legal requirement. The CFTC can review this certification, but unless there are any legal or regulatory violations, it cannot stop the product from moving forward. While Bact has self-certifies its contracts, it cannot launch the product until it secures a trust company charter through the New York Department of Financial Services. It is unclear if Bact has also applied for one of New York's signature bit licenses. Bact isn't alone in trying to launch the first physically settled Bitcoin futures contracts in the US. LedgerX and IrisX have both recently received CFTC approvals to offer their own such product. Neither company has yet announced a firm timeline for when they might launch. But I think this is really interesting 
because you know once again this is another step to get the institutional capital into the space having backed the intercontinental exchange which is a which the parent company of that is the new york stock exchange so you have a lot of trust there's a lot of respect there's a lot of understanding there um and people are familiar dealing with ice the intercontinental exchange so having those guys offer backed their bitcoin physically settled bitcoin futures contracts will make people feel more comfortable when deploying capital into the space because at this current point in time managers fund managers out there what are they to do buy bitcoin from coinbase i just like obviously they have some institutions signed up to that but i feel that if you're really going to take the institutional capital pool and bring a percentage of that into this ecosystem you have to make the on-ramps and the accessibility for that as easy as possible which they're aiming to do Okay, so number two, Ethereum co-founder Joseph Lubin could soon be sued by a former employee, according to court documents filed in New York. Harrison Hines, former head of Token Foundry at Lubin's Brooklyn-based venture studio Consensus, began the process of filing a legal complaint in June against his former employer. The, com- the compliance seeks more than $13 million for alleged fraud, breach of contract, unjust enrichment, and unpaid profits, according to the summons from Hines's lawyer. So the relief sought is monetary damages in the amount of $12,827,000 on the contract and the quasi and fraud claims plus the 404000 in unpaid profits. Lubin's legal representatives responded to the summons by clarifying which counsel might represent the defendant in this case. The details of the case, along with the upcoming dates, are still unclear. The plaintiff, Hines, has still yet to follow up a formal lawsuit and the deadline for such paperwork has since passed. This means, well, this may mean that legal representation for both parties are pursuing a protective agreement outside of court. Hines could not immediately be reached for comment. Requests sent to consensus were not returned as of press time from the media sources. So launched in April 2018, Token Foundry was the division of or spoke of the consensus hub responsible for promoting token sales and pitching token design services to clients the fees for consulting services often included a proportion of newly minted tokens in addition to percentage of proceeds from the sales which token foundry helped launch according to a person familiar with the matter who requested anonymity so at this current point in time um the spoke project or projected more than $50 million in revenue for 2018 and is widely believed to have fallen short of that goal. Top clients included the $13.4 million sale for Dether or Dether, which allowed physical shops to sell cryptocurrency, Virtue Pokers, $18.5 million token sale, and the token sale for geolocation startup Foam, which raised $16.5 million in August, just weeks before Heinz was let go. The source described Heinz as a former member of Lubin's Inner Circle, and as recently reported by media sources, conversations around equity have been a point of contention for many consensus staffers. Among those are token foundry employees who were laid off in late 2018, sources said. In early 2019, consensus restructured its token-centric division as consensus digital securities, calling the business in a press release a premier advisory firm for security token offerings, or STOs, and digital asset structuring. So it's interesting that you know, the agreements that consensus obviously had of all these top tier consultants and projects that they bought in house was, you know, on a percentage basis. And it'll be interesting to see if, if, you know, if they actually sold any of the tokens they said they would at the time that they would, or whether they kind of got high in their own supply and, and kept their, kept their token allocation on the chance that it would appreciate in value over time. So I think lots of questions to ask there, but, um, 
I, th- I think, you know, if a business that revolves around trust and well, trustless transparency, um, it's really interesting to see, you know, the higher protocol levels. So the Ethereum camp and, and the Bitcoin core camp, you know, being the news so much at the minute for their untrust and, um, <laughs> you know, zero transparency. It's kind of ironic if you look at the bigger picture. And it's a shame that people aren't willing to work together. And I think that with this space getting bigger, I guess people, the reason people get into this industry now isn't necessarily like they did a couple of years ago for the passion, you know, more a financial move. And I guess you're starting to see that with with the lawsuits coming through and the market not making a move to the upside as of yet. So story number three, Ugandan president backs bid to tackle fake meds with blockchain. Uganda's president is getting behind a project using blockchain tech to fight the problem of counterfeit medicines. In an announcement on Monday, MediConnect, a firm that has built a solution to track and manage prescription meds using blockchain, said it has received indicative support from the Ugandan government to explore the use of its product in the country. The news comes after the company met with the president of Uganda, Yuwari Masuwani, as well as its Ministry of Health, Dr. Jane Ruth Akerg, and other government officials discuss the benefits of a blockchain solution. As well as pledging support for MediConnect solution in tackling the spread of fake drugs in Uganda, the government said it would be open to working with MediConnect on the issue, according to the press release. MediConnect CEO Dexter Blackstock said the following, the Ugandan president, minister of health and national drug authority all understand the need to act fast to tackle the country's counterfeit drug problem and recognize the benefits offering by tracing medication on the secure scalable blockchain frameworks we're developing. We see this as an important opportunity for MediConnect to form part of Uganda's national infrastructure and protect its citizens by ensuring all drugs in circulation are authentic and safe. The firm cited data from the Ugandan National or sorry National National Drug Authority as indicating that 10% of drugs prescribed in the country have below par or counterfeit copies sold on the market. Wow, that's a huge amount. The World Health Organization has also found that 10% of medical products in developing countries, many of which are in Africa, are substantiated or fake. At the meeting with the government was also Uber Angel, a founder of Peniscal Ministry in the UK and strategic partner of MediConnect. He said in the announcement, Traveling to Uganda, I was shocked by the extent in which counterfeit drugs have ruined the lives of the most vulnerable people in our society. It is therefore humbling to be able to connect and make a difference by investing in the company's pharmaceutical sector and partnering with MediConnect to identify fake drugs and prevent those from reaching end users. I think... um I think it's it's such a key sector there. And and to really... to um, To have value there for the network, you really need to be embedded into into governments and have government support or support from the big farmers, pharmaceutical companies out there for that to really work. You couldn't do that on an on a independent retail level. You need the big pharmaceutical companies or you need a government to basically force that protocol and that network upon anyone looking to distribute um, drugs within the country for, for health and benefit reasons. Then you have value, real value in the network itself. So it's definitely a space to watch and we'll keep you guys up to speed of what's going on and what's happening there. So listen, with that in mind, that's a wrap. I've got to bounce. Thank you so much for your time and attention. As always, if you haven't already, subscribe to the SVK Crypto Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. 
Join our Telegram group, SVK Crowd. You'll find myself and the rest of the team there. And if you have a project you're looking for us to review, feel free to send it over to myself. My email is cstory, C-S-T-O-R-R-Y, at svkcrypto.com. With that in mind, that's a wrap, and I've got a bounce. <laughs>